Hello and welcome to Wellbeing. I'm Jack Hodgins. Today we'll be discussing the experiences of living in retirement. We have two guests as a part of this episode. In the first half, we talk to Margaret, who lives in assisted care at Jenny McLeod Retirement Village, Wallsend, New South Wales. And in the second part, we talk with Anne, who lives in the independent living sector at Oak Tree Retirement Village's Bullaroo location. Margaret is a bright, fit and happy lady with vast experience and knowledge across retirement living. Hello, Margaret, and welcome to the program. Hello. Thank you. Uh, I'm not one to ask a lady her age, Margaret, but would you mind telling us how old you are? 95. And I've been in a retirement village for 27 years. Would you mind telling us a bit about your life's journey before we get stuck into talking about the retirement village? Oh, yes. I was born at Mayfield in 1926. Uh, I went to Newcastle Girls High School and my first job was a chemical analyst at Stewart and Lloyd's at the end of the war and uh, then I married and I had two children so I was a home mother till uh, mm. my youngest child was about 10 and then I just set off on a series of interesting jobs to keep myself um, um, occupied while my children were at school and uh, then when I got too old for that I did volunteer work. What's different about being older than being younger? Well, well, I think when you're older, you've got experience to call on. When, when problems arise when you're younger, especially family problems and such, it's very difficult to know what path to take. And, you, and with each experience, I think you learn a lesson. So as you get older, when these things arise, you're better able to cope. When did you start to first feel you were getting older? <laughs> That's a good question. I don't feel old. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't take uh, to have a problem with age. And it's, I think it's just insidious. It just grows on you without you realising it until someday something happens and you find that, oh, I can't handle that as well as I did 12 months ago. I must be getting old. It must be a really... Interesting feeling, feeling young, but feeling old physically. <laughs> it's very interesting. Um, you're a bit torn between two worlds because you know how old you are and everybody around you is the same age and, and yet you feel that you can interact with younger people just as well um, because you don't feel as old as you should when did you first enter a retirement village and why? I entered retirement, the retirement village in, on the 21st of January in 1994. And my husband was 75 and, and he said he felt he'd like to go into a retirement village. And I was 67, so I thought I was too young. However, I decided that if that's what he wanted to do, that's what I would go along with it, but that I wouldn't change my lifestyle. I, you know, I said, I'm not going to change. I'm going to, I'll come with you, but I'm not going to change. I found I didn't have to change my, my lifestyle. I played golf. I went out to dinner. I did volunteer work. Um, I did all the things I usually did, um, and because I was happy in that respect, I was able to embrace a village life with gusto. I just joined the committee and everything like that, and uh, I suddenly 
found there was no difference to living my other life and life in a retirement village. It sounds to me is that you get to enjoy all the good factors of life but you don't have to worry about, say, the gardening or the... Well, no, that's the point. You, you can come in and you've got your own home, you've got your own um, privacy, um, you can do anything you like, you can come and go as you please, but you don't have the worry of maintenance on your, on your house, um, the gardening, and if your husband is unwell and can't do little odd jobs around the house, it doesn't matter because they're done for you. It's a pretty good way to live. Um, it's, and there's plenty to do in retirement villages. You have um, concerts and or play cards, you've got crafts, you've got um, dinners, and uh, we've also got a... Um, a, a, a residence committee that uh, works in with management to solve any problems we've got and if you're so inclined you can stand for a position on that at the AGM so life can be pretty good if you want to make it that way. It sounds like there's a strong sense of community at the village. Oh yes, yes, yes it is. Um, it's easy to communicate with people and, uh, of course, it's like everything else, like when you lived in a suburb. Um, you get on better with some people than you do with others, but um, then you have your personal friends um, and uh, life is just pretty good. I, I don't know that we've had, in the 27 years I've been here, I can't think that we've had any really serious problems with uh, clashes of, of residents. What is the accommodation like? Well, it's just, it's just home. I had a two-bedroom unit with all the amenities that I have at home, um, a garage. You could keep saying that my car was undercover. As I say, we have a, a community hall and we have these um, outings and do's. And we have a library, um, We've got a caretaker, we've got a gardener, we've got a handyman. I had a friend came when I first moved in and he said, can I have a look at your place? And I said, yes. And he had a look and he came back and he said, it's just a house. I said, that's what I'm telling you. I just live in a house. Um, of course, uh, retirement villages weren't as... Uh, uh, well known as they are now and everybody had this idea that if you went into a retirement village you were going to jail that they mm. locked you in at night and you know that they closed the gates and you couldn't go out and uh, but you have your friends over to visit you and you go and visit your friends and if you want to go on holidays um, it's lovely because you have this um, satisfaction of knowing that your place is being looked after there's security there, and when you come home, everything's just as you left it, um, and uh, it's just a pretty good way of life. The only thing is, you have to have the right attitude when you go in. You, you have to go in prepared to um, live a, a, a different style of life, but to go in and into, integrate with the rest of the people... Mm. Because if you go in and say, I don't like this, and seclude yourself, you're not going to like living in a retirement village. I, I think uh, some people who maybe are 
thinking about making the transition to a retirement village, some may be a bit bit worried or because it's a, it's a it's a bit of a change from normal life. What what would be your advice to them while they're making that decision? Well, first of all, I I wouldn't leave it too late. Um, as I say, I was young when I came in, but the average age was in their seventies. But as the years have gone by, people have sort of decided that they would stay in their own homes longer and longer. And you're getting people in their 80s coming into a retirement village for the first time. And that's not a good idea because the transition is a lot harder. Um, they, don't, they don't adapt quite as quickly. Um, so I would advise to people... Um, don't leave it too long and uh, and go in with the attitude that I am going to be happy here. And if you go in with that attitude, you certainly will be. Have you made any great friends since you first arrived at the village? Oh, yes. I've got... Uh, uh, I'm, I've been here longer than anybody else. I've, <laughs> I've outlived them all. So, so uh, But as new ones come in, I've uh, I've got new friends and I've got friends that I've had for 13, 15 years in the village. But I have just recently moved from my unit down to the um, uh, assisted living um, because I had a lot of stairs at my unit, which, by the way, is not allowed now. The government regulations say you can't have steps in a retirement village but I did have I had 14 steps and uh, I come down here to uh, the service department because it's all level and I've found the same thing I've come in here with the same attitude and I've made friends here and uh, my life doesn't seem to be any different and how's the how how good are the staff at the village uh now, that, the staff is marvellous, but um, we can get on to the government <laughs> with the old age. Um, they're not prepared to spend the money on, on old age because, I don't know, they think we're at the end of the line or something. And the uh, staff that we have are wonderful, but they're so underpaid um, mm. that the turnover is tremendous. They just don't stay. I mean, they get qualifications to do this job and then the pay is so poor um, that they don't stay and the government doesn't seem to think that that's important. Um, and and uh, it's a shame. We have a um, registered nurse is the head of the um, assisted living. It's not, it's not a nursing home. Um, it's the step before a nursing home. And uh, but we have, uh, a, as I say, a registered nurses running us, and we have uh, qualified staff. And so there's somebody on on the premises at all times to give you that feeling of security if you think that you might be in a bit of strife health-wise. Um, the food's marvellous. You come and go as you please. The good thing about um, assisted living is you still can come and go as you please. How affordable overall is living in a retirement village? Just before we decided to come into the village, I was anxious about this. So I did a 12-month 
run through of what my expenses or our expenses had been. Um, you know, your land rates, your uh, water rates, um, your um, house insurance, um, what you put aside for maintenance and everything like that. Um, and I totaled that up over 12 months and then worked out the fees that I was paying monthly in here in the village. Um, there was not a lot of difference. What are some of the things you think need to be worked on in the aged care sector slash the retirement sector? First of all, there isn't sufficient importance given to our people. Um, and a lot of us have got a lot of years still to go and we can contribute things and, and uh, we like to live a good life. Um, but as I say, we're pushed to the back of the line all the time. Um, and, uh, well, I just think that they could, um, first of all, put more money into, as I say, increasing the wages of um, staff who are qualified and I think they'd do better to not build so many new ones when they can't fully staff them till they've mm. staffed the ones that are in existence. You're listening to Wellbeing, where we are discussing the experiences of living in retirement. In the first part of this program, we are talking with 95-year-old Margaret from Jenny McLeod Retirement Village. To those who are younger, if they were to ask you, how does one live a great life, what would your answer be? I would say to them, how does one get one live a great life? It's to stay, stay active longer, um, as long as you can, and stay interested in what's, in what's going on. And loving your family and loving yourself and loving life instead of sitting waiting for something to happen. Looking back over the course of your life, what are the moments you value the most and how has what you valued changed over time? Family life with your young children and your hopes for a happy future are the good times in, when you're younger. And now I value the good fortune of having a healthy life and the ability to be able to function normally and have all the love of my family. And that's the things that, that, uh, that, that you value. What is the take-home from this interview you'd want people to remember the most? I just would say that uh, don't be afraid to take on retirement. Don't, take, don't be frightened to take on retirement living. It's not the end of the world, and it doesn't mean that you're coming to the end of the world either. And, uh, and, and just uh, and make sure that you decide you're going to be happy when you live in this new experience. And uh, it's entirely up to you. Um, you can you can embrace the lifestyle and suddenly feel ten years younger because you're laughing a lot and you're out with people, and that's. Or you can say, "I'm old. I'm in a retirement village. I'm old. I'll shut the door and there I'll stay." Well, thank you for sharing your insight today with us, Margaret. We appreciate you taking the time. Well, thank you very much. That was my first guest today, 95-year-old Margaret from Jenny McLeod Retirement Village, Walls End, New South Wales. Now we have Anne, a member of Oak Tree Retirement Village's Boolaroo community. Oak Tree has many locations across Australia and provides a great sense of community and easy independent living for those over 55. Hello Anne and welcome to the program. Hello Jack, thank you. Why is it important we look after our older Australians? Oh, 
heaven's sakes, it's really important. We're the ones um, with experience in life, trial, trial and error, um, raised our families, most of us, um, and um, want, um, want to enjoy our retirement. Overall, from your observations, how do you think, do younger Australians value older Australians enough? That's a, a tricky question because I think it depends very much on the upbringing that young people have had. It depends on your, you know, your family life and some people are used to older people. Some people haven't had any experience with older people. You know, they lose older mm. members of the family mm. when they're quite young, so it's it's a bit tricky for some people. Tell us a little bit about your life's journey. What is your story? I was married for 49 years. Um, my husband and I raised four children. He unfortunately or sadly died um, three years ago, and I decided after 45 years of living in the one place in the family home that um, perhaps it was time for me to move and um, downsize from the large family home to something smaller. Only I, I wasn't thinking I was going to move into something as small as my one-bedroom villa that I've moved into, but I absolutely love it. Um, and I was lucky enough that um, my estate agent to sold um, the family home, asked me if about looking at this at Oak Tree and um, met me here and I just fell in love with it. And um, it's proven to be the right decision. A lot of older people seem to still feel young on the inside, but it's kind of like this weird uh, kind of thing where you're getting older like physically, but you're still uh, like in the mind, you're still young kind of thing. Well, you've hit the nail on the head. It's probably not until you... It's when you look in the mirror or you're having a shower, you realise that really you're not as young as you used to be. <laughs> <laughs> when did you first enter a retirement village and, and why? Well, it's almost 18 months ago um, from when I decided that perhaps it was time to sell the, fa um, the family home. And um, I was lucky enough to, to find... You know, this place was available, uh, moved in, and um, Oak Tree, in lots of ways, has come. It's like your new family um, because it's, although it's independent living, and uh, but there are always people around. So it's you go for walks around the, the village, um, and invariably somebody will pop their head out to say, past the time of day as you walk past, or you know, discuss the garden with them. There'd be somebody out gardening, have a conversation with them. It sounds like there's a great sense of community at the village. Oh, fabulous community here at Tribularoo. Well, in the area where I am, the section where I am, we have morning tea um, together, but it's sitting across the road from each other, so you sit on your own <laughs> driveway, <laughs> so we're socially distant, and you have a chat across the road while you, you know, have your morning cuppa. Um, and it's happened in a couple of other sections of the, the village as well, the, the neighbours, because a lot of people live on their own and it's very important to socialise and, um, you know, check on people. So um, it's, it's because if you, when you're on your own, if you, you're not out chatting with people, you can go for a day or two and, and not actually speak with anyone. Um, hmm. And that's, that's not good. That's not good. 
a lot of people have the the blind um, signal to the neighbours. So, you know, when you people wake up in the morning and you're up and about, everything's okay. And open your blinds. The neighbours know, yes, so-and-so's okay. You know, she or he has opened their blinds, so everything's fine. Um, you know, just little things like that. We have, um, we've set up a, two of the ladies who live here are very much in the, the yearly cycle, um, are very, very much into that and encourage the rest of us. And they've started a community garden in an area section here. So people go for a wander and have a little fiddle in the garden or help themselves to some produce down there. Another lady is an ex-librarian, so she runs a, the library here, so there's um, sharing that way. Um, another lady and myself started a craft group here. We have a happy hour once a week. Oh, these are things to look forward to, the inside things, once COVID's over and the um, mm. clubhouse is open again. But they're, they're all very important social activities. We're living in a retirement village. Um, very, very good. You're listening to Wellbeing, where we are discussing the experiences of living in retirement. We are now talking with Anne, a member of Oak Tree Retirement Village's Boolaroo Independent Living Community. And what's the accommodation like? Accommodation is fabulous. I, I chose a one-bedroom place because I'm on my own, and I thought 90, 95% of the time, if not 99% of the time, I am on my own. But very, the buildings are very, very nice, very good. I'm, I'm very happy with my life. Um, private area, little garden, so that if you want to do gardening yourself, artificial grass in your in your yard so that it's always green and doesn't need mowing. The grass outside in the in the village is real grass. So there's a, a gardener handy man who looks after the grounds. Very good. With, with all those things in mind, how affordable is is living in a retirement village? Well, it's I would say it's very affordable because it's somebody on a pension can live here quite comfortably. Is there enough quality staff on, on, on the campus? Because we're independent living, a lot of staff isn't needed. So there's the village manager um, is here five days a week. You know, because it's independent living, we don't need um, a lot of staff here. For those that may be thinking about making the transition to a retirement village or maybe a bit worried about making that transition, what would be your advice to them? Oh, don't, don't put it off. All the, the best, well, one of the best things is it's downside, so you no longer have a large family home to main, and, and the yard um, to maintain. Um, it's much smaller. So the housework doesn't take very at all. As you lived in suburbia in the big family home, except you have your a smaller home to live in, still live the you know the same life. It's um, it's not like going into a nursing home or um, you know elderly retirement over five village. So most of so you know you still have your independent living. Are there any things that you think need to be worked on in the independent living retirement sector? To be honest, I can't instantly think of something here. I'm I'm quite happy and catered for. 
<laughs> that sounds like very good feedback for them. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's very good. Um, there's even a, like a little, what is it, a two-seater, I guess, one of those little buses that we have here. I mean, it can't be used at the moment because of COVID. But, um, you know, it's there for, and the gardener handyman is the, the driver and takes people, there'll be a shopping day or, you know, whatever. Um, so that's here as well. Plus, there's a government bus that goes past um, on the main roads, not far away. Um, no, I, I really can't. The, the only, probably the only thing I would still, it'd be nice to have our uh, the swimming pool heated. Is that a, is that thinking a bit extravagantly? <laughs> heated swimming pools are always very nice, so I can uh, absolutely empathise with that. <laughs> <laughs> get old perhaps would appreciate the warmer water that you know that sort of thing uh but that's you know that's probably the only thing i can instantly think of everything else is is here if someone younger was to come up to you and say how do you live a great life what would be your answer (laughs) being being retired and living in over 55 village (laughs) family of first i um that would be the hardest thing at the moment, but that's because of COVID that we don't have, you know, you, you lose your family contact as such. Um, mm. One of the things I'm most looking forward to is being able to hug my family um, and catch up with them. That's that, But that's got nothing to do with living in a retirement village. It's because mm. of COVID. Mm. Um, mm. Living in the retirement village is... Um, I've just, well, I said, I think it's one of the one of the best decisions I've made in my life. What would be the take-home from this interview you'd want people to remember the most? I think moving to a retirement village is a sensible move. Um, as as you age, to um, yes, it's a sensible move. It's a much easier way of living. Um, you know, the, all the social activities you you don't just don't feel alone, even. Like living by yourself, you you don't you don't feel lonely. I don't feel lonely. There are people around yeah. all the time. It's, it's social and very good. Very happy that this was the move that I made. Well, thank you for talking with us today, Anne. We, we appreciate you taking the time. <laughs> my pleasure. My pleasure. That was Anne from Oak Tree Retirement Villages, Bullaroo Independent Living Community. To find out more about Oak Tree, visit their website at oaktreegroup.com.au. In the first part of this program, we spoke with Margaret from Jenny McLeod Retirement Village, Walls End, New South Wales. Thank you for listening. I'm Jack Hodgins, and all of us at Wellbeing wish you well.